Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Real Estate Student Podcast. Today, I'm here with three of RISA's executive members, Emma Hopkins, the VP of Events. Hi. Mapston Sturzer, the president of RISA. Hey, guys. And Joey Stensland, the VP of Mentorship. Gracie, thank you for having me. Thanks so much for joining us today. Mapston, let's start with you. Tell us a bit about yourself and where you fit into the real estate world. I am in my fifth year of business tasking. Um, and although I started my first few years as a finance major, I, I've actually transitioned over to a real estate major just because having taken some of the courses um, that the Westman Center offers with like actual industry professional teachers is uh, an amazing opportunity that I just legitimately wanted to take every last course I possibly could with them. During my university career, I've been fortunate to uh, be part of starting a couple small real estate companies. Um, with those companies, I've been able to uh, buy, renovate, build, and sell both commercial and uh, residential assets. Last summer, I was given the opportunity uh, to work with one of the top office brokerage teams in Calgary as an intern. Just an amazing opportunity to learn a lot from just a great group of guys. Um, yeah. Now in my last year at Haskane, I've been appointed as president of the Real Estate Student Association, um, which I'm absolutely honored about we've got just a phenomenal team um, that are really committed to bringing you guys our members as much value as we possibly can and that is the start of these podcasts which we're all very excited about joey what about you certainly so i'm, I'm in my fourth year um, at the university of calgary asking school of business um, i'm an accounting and finance student uh, so that, that's my major uh big f- emphasis on on the language of business there I have a passion for commercial real estate and I've been heavily involved with the real estate studies program at the university for it's going to be my fourth year now. So for, for three years, um, you know, accounting major for the foundation, but uh, strong interest in real estate. And I worked a commercial real estate internship two summers ago, and I will also be working a co-op coming January in commercial real estate. Very exciting. Emma, what about you? So similar to Mapston, I'm almost done with my degree in real estate studies from Haskane. I have also been employed by a commercial brokerage for the past year and a half. Just uh, started as an intern and then worked part-time through school. So that's where my interest in real estate really comes in. That's great, you guys. So let's hear a bit about your path after high school and what got you into where you are in U of C right now. Mapston? Unlike most kids uh, in high school, I was pursuing an acting career almost full time for most of grade 10, grade 11, and grade 12. That took a lot of my time. So coming out of high school, why that's important is I wasn't anticipating uh, going to university for business whatsoever. I was fully concentrating on pursuing my acting career and essentially building my uh, acting resume and, and what I'd been in and building my connections and really just doing everything I could to make it in that industry. And things were going quite well at the time. I ended up getting a call from my cardiologist that said I essentially needed a third open heart surgery, which is kind of crazy. But with that third open heart surgery, uh, I got a heart valve that essentially made it so I couldn't act anymore. With that, I had to essentially reevaluate my life and reevaluate what I wanted to be doing in the future. So after a few long, difficult months of, you know, trying to decide and, and being upset that, you know, I was no longer able to do my passion, I uh, 
I kind of settled on becoming a talent agent, knowing where my agent had gone to school. He had gone to um, to University of Calgary and took a commerce degree before moving out to Vancouver. I thought I'd kind of follow in his footsteps and, and do something similar. So I enrolled at uh, University of Calgary and I started in the finance program. And uh, yeah, that that's what brought me to UFC and started me on this journey. That's awesome. And Joey? Um, so I took, I took a year off after high school to play hockey in junior hockey in BC, which was fantastic. Um, but even through, even throughout that uh, year off, I, you know, I was reading business books, some books about investing and what I was reading was very fascinating to me. It was, um, I kept, I kept wanting more and to, to find out more about business. And I, and I thought it would be suitable to take business in university. I mean, might as well study a subject that I'm, that I'm, I'm very interested in and, you know, do better that way. Um, and once I started university, I, I went in wanting to try it all out, do many different things in terms of extracurriculars, volunteering, um, competitions, case competitions. Uh, for Risa, it was the Real Estate Students Association. Um, I noticed it as one of the clubs offered at Pasadena School of Business. I thought, you know what, real estate's everywhere. Real estate sounds interesting, so I'm going to give it a shot. And I think one of my first events was in downtown Calgary on Stephen Ave at a pristine steakhouse. And it was it was an event on brokerage. Everybody, everybody I was talking to in that event where it was uh, very approachable, um, smart, knowledgeable, and um, it just it just really attracted me to like the real estate community in Calgary and and the real estate club. And I have been I've been part of uh, Risa ever since, and it's been a true blessing. I think a lot of students can relate to that journey, Joey. Thanks for sharing that. Emma, on the other hand, you seem to know real estate was your path. Tell us a bit about that. Um, that is actually not the case. I know it may seem like that because as of right now, I'm so confident on my path down commercial real estate, but it's actually kind of a long-winded story. So very similar to Mapston, I started out in a degree and I knew nothing about commercial real estate. I had heard that we had a real estate program at school, but I always immediately thought of realtors selling houses and I had no idea how many avenues there was in real estate and how there's a difference between commercial and residential and all the different career opportunities from a business degree. So with a finance degree, I was thinking I wanted to do investment banking just because I wanted a very client-facing role and I love commission-based job and that just seemed very exciting to me. So out of my second year of university, I wanted to get a bit of head of the game, get an internship, and it can be really tough for second year students to get an internship, especially in the current economy that Calgary is facing. So I ended up applying to over 40 internships that one summer. And of those 40, I only heard back from three companies. So those three, it was two banks and a commercial real estate brokerage. And at the time, I'd never heard of this brokerage before. I just saw a job posting on LinkedIn and I met all the criteria. So I threw in an application. And once I heard back from them is when I really started to do my research. And I found out that it was a publicly traded Fortune 500 company. And through my interview process with them, I immediately accepted the position just because everyone seemed so great. And what I was hearing about the industry and the role of brokerage, it seemed very up my alley as far as client facing and that commission role I mentioned I wanted. So I accepted the position and I loved my internship there. Getting that experience in the industry, especially an industry that I knew nothing about prior to, 
it was all just very exciting to me um, and learning about different like career opportunities and what life could look like after university was all really exciting. So from there, I just wanted to do anything I could to keep my foot kind of in the door. So I have stayed on with the same commercial brokerage for the past year and a half and just working part-time through school, full-time over the summer. Once I made that decision, I also decided to switch my degree over into the real estate program at school just so I could meet more industry professionals, especially with all the professors being well-established people within the industry. That seemed a lot more exciting to me to have them as contacts and be taught by them rather than some of the more academic professors down the accounting and finance route. And it's been amazing for me so far. I know that was a long story, but um, I just love my experience in the industry so far. So it seems like you three have obviously worked very hard to get where you are and had to take some risks and sort of follow your heart along the process. Mapson, if you could go back, what would you tell yourself? Oh, uh, that is a tough question. If I could go back to the beginning of university, I'd probably tell myself, try to experience as many things as I possibly could. Get a good understanding of what these different atmospheres had to offer and just to see where, you know, my soul really connected and to see what really interested me. Because I, I truly believe that coming out of high school, you don't have a good understanding of, you know, half the careers that are available in any given industry. Um, and, and to get yourself there and to be part of as many things as you possibly can increases your likelihood of stumbling across something that you might love. Uh, for me, that was, you know, some of the people I've met in real estate and, and a lot of the experiences, they've driven me towards, you know, really wanting to be someone who helps facilitate places that allow great experiences to happen. And uh, if I hadn't put myself out there going to Risa events, um, going to Westman Center events, I wouldn't be in the same situation I am today. So I'm really grateful for that. Kind of worked it out. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really agree with what Mapston was saying there. I, I, I firmly believe that 80% of life, 80% of your time in, in university is just about showing up to events outside the classroom. Nothing happens in, until you meet somebody. And it's especially true in, in the real estate industry, um, who you connect with, who you collaborate with, and who you know. It's, it's very important. So, you know, looking back on my time in university, I really jam-packed my schedule. I, I, was, I was very busy. Um, and you know what? I, no regrets. Sometimes we're, we're stressful how busy my schedule was. And sometimes I wonder, oh, why did I, why, why am I taking this on? But it's an important time to um, try out many different things and show up to a variety of events. Even if you, you know, you're, not, you're not in the mood to, to show up to that one uh, commercial real estate event, um, just, just go anyways. Um, I think it's very important because like I said, it's all about showing up and your time in university is, is short. To add on to that, I think, I think people are number one. I really try to make sure that I'm giving people at the university, at the business school, if I'm in downtown Calgary, um, to give my full attention and not to be distracted on what, on what's due or, or, or on my study schedule. I just want to give them my full attention, be in the moment, and, um, you know, and be a, you know, a pleasant conversation with people and, and uh, be positive. So I think, I think people are number one. School's, school's important. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't change my time in university to keep, keep that that focus that people are number one and, and to, to always be showing up. I think that's really great advice. And it was actually Emma who told me this. She said, you know, nothing changes if nothing changes. And that really sparked a light for me in my life and getting out there and meeting people. And I think it's a really good way to live in university. Emma, what do you think? 
Yeah, I would say I tack right onto what Joey and Mapston have said. Like looking back on first year me, I would say people and especially the university put a lot of pressure on having a really strong GPA and saying that academics are the most important part and you're in university to learn, which is all entirely true. But I'd say all three of us could agree the best things that have come out of our university experience are the people that we've met and the connections we've made and the times that we've put ourselves out there like get out of your comfort zone and do something that you aren't used to or go to an event where you don't know anyone um those situations aren't easy but the more that you do that the more comfortable you get in situations like that the more authentic you come across with employers and i really think that's where all the value of university is 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 the people you meet um rather than maybe the the books you read and the, the grades you get Thanks so much for that advice, everyone. Changing the note a bit, let's hear a bit about your routines and what motivates you guys. Is it a strict diet and exercise routine, yoga, books or podcasts? Joey, why don't you start us off? So my routine um, these days, I, I really, I don't, I don't care if the world's ending, I'm going to work out in the morning. I think, that, I think it's really important. I usually you know, have, a, have a cup of coffee, do some schoolwork, um, send emails send emails for Risa um, and I usually get go for a run and get uh, like a 45 minute workout in I think that uh, that helps me out tremendously stay focused for the rest of the day and and uh, maintain a high energy level and I try to eat at home or have uh, do meal prep try to eat relatively healthy of course there's going to be cheat days just how I do it life short too um, and in, in terms of in terms of what keeps me motivated striving for a career where my work is more play where it's it's um, it's, it's engaging each and every day it's something challenging it, it's something fun and uh, you know it's it's a very general statement um, but I think I think that's where working a job or being entrepreneurial can really make for a much more exciting career. And you can you can do that in, in, in a brokerage. You can be entrepreneurial in a brokerage and be thinking of new ideas and, and uh, be innovating. And, and um, but um, you, you can, I think you only have that kind of career job if, if you're truly passionate in what you're doing. So I, I'm, I found a strong interest in real estate and, and I strive to make a difference and, and be entrepreneurial in, in the real estate industry down the road. Unlike Joey, I, my schedule has been a little bit up in the air uh, for the last couple months here, uh, especially with school starting back up and just still trying to figure out how to kind of balance online school. But I can speak to what it you know has typically been over the lifespan of my university career. And for dramatic effect, I'll try to make it sound as uh, cool as possible so that people listening to this think I'm awesome. Historically, my, uh, my daily schedule when I'm operating at peak efficiency looks like me waking up first thing in the morning and creating a list. Um, I'm extremely tactile with how I move forward through my day. And because I handle so many tasks and so many different responsibilities, having lists that I'm responsible to and tasks that I need to have done on that day prioritized uh, really helps me manage all of those responsibilities. Um, so write that list out first thing in the day. Uh, I do love coffee. So like Joey, I'll, uh, I'll pour myself a cup. Hopefully I'm fasting. Like I said, on my best days, I'm, uh, I'm fasting 16 to 18 hours a day. Um, so coffee is kind of all I drink in the morning, that and water also take my supplements. Unlike Joey, I'm not the biggest fan of running, but, uh, I love rock climbing. Ideally for me, it'd be coffee, then a rock climb with one of my friends, uh, just to, you know, I like multitasking and having my time serve two purposes. So rock climbing, exercise one, 
um, and not only just strength training, but also flexibility and, uh, you know, just mental toughness with rock climbing. In addition to socializing with, you know, someone who's really important to me, getting to spend that quality time with them. Moving on to what motivates me. Well, honestly, there's two things that really motivate me. And that's one, freedom and two, uh, the ability to create things. I want to be innovating. I want to be feeling like I'm making the world or at least my little version of it uh, better every day. So if I'm in a place where I have the freedom to create and be creating things that are increasing efficiencies, that's going to make me happy. My goal for those things is to hopefully be making people's lives better. Um, and you know, with that freedom as well, I, uh, I want to be able to, to live an authentic life that I don't really have to, uh, to necessarily listen to a boss all the time and, and show up nine to five more than happy on the flip side of that to be working crazy hours on the weekend. If it's something I'm passionate about, I kind of love what Joey said too about, um, about, you know, play and not work. I would, I, I totally connect with that. And I feel like if I'm able to, to find a job, whether entrepreneurial or um, working for a company where I show up to work that day and it doesn't feel like work, but it feels like play, that's when I will feel like I won. And honestly, I've never thought of it like that until Joey just said that. So thank you, Joey. That's like actually just an awesome way to look at things. Um, and then finally, I think Gracie said something about like podcasts. I am a like voracious podcaster, um, and reader, and I love like educational YouTube videos. Yeah, I, I absolutely love my podcast. And for anyone looking to, you know, basically absorb as much knowledge as they possibly can, I would jump on the, the podcast train. Emma, I know that you have a really awesome work hard, play hard balance. I'd love to hear a bit about that. Yeah, so uh, unlike these guys, I'm not as intense into my uh, uh, everyday fitness regimes and healthy eating. I'm more of the stereotypical millennial that watches Netflix in my free time and makes cheese boards with my girlfriends and loves uh, my glasses of wine, to be completely honest. With that being said, that free time, I don't allow myself to have much of it. I'm pretty diligent with the routine in the way that I keep my body moving every single day. I do yoga a couple times a week, go for walks. Um, big golfer, but Calgary's current weather doesn't permit for it. So that's been unfortunate. The summer is coming to an over. But one part of my routine I swear by that has really changed my life is implementing a strong morning routine. Whether I have to go straight to work in the morning or don't have class till 11 that day, I get up early every single morning. And I'm a big fan of 6 a.m. workout. And I always spend at least 20 minutes in the morning reading a book while I drink my coffee. Just it allows me to slow down with my day. Um, so that way I'm able to approach everything with a lot more energy and ready to take on my day. So along with those early mornings, it's important that I get enough sleep, usually in bed by 10 p.m., which makes me sound. But uh, as you mentioned, work hard, play hard. So I truly think that work hard, play hard mentality, it seems like a cliche, but it's so true. Like there's just times where I pack my schedule Monday to Friday, don't have basically an ounce of free time between work, school, studying for my real estate license, trying to maintain good relationships with my friends and family. But, uh, it's a balance you learn in time for sure. There were probably my second year of my degree, I was definitely working too hard and at the point of burnout, but 
then I look back on first year and it was too much play and not enough work. So I think overall the key to, I wouldn't even say success. I wouldn't know if I'm there yet, but uh, just the key to getting where you want to be in life is a balance between being unapologetically yourself, always be extremely helpful and willing to learn in every aspect of a job and living that work hard, play hard. So I'd say all that motivates me. And this also sounds cheesy, but uh, what motivates me is definitely my future self and just the potential I see for myself, my life and my career in real estate. This is so great. So I know we've talked a bit about, you know, advice for your future and your past selves, um, working towards what you've done to get where you are today. Um, what's some advice that you have for our recent members that are listening? Joey? Fantastic. Well, I think, I think um, we have two mentorship programs uh, this school year for on uh, that the Real Estate Students Association is hosting, and I'm looking really looking forward to it. It's going to be a tremendous opportunity for all our mentees. Um, and my advice is to go into it, not to think of, you know, that it's high pressure environments in a boardroom more. It's like going with a mentor, focus on making a friend, having pleasant conversation. I think curiosity goes a long ways. Um, and focus on collaborative, collaborative conversation. Be a positive person day in and day out. And, and you can learn a lot. Both the mentor and mentee uh, can learn a lot. And, and I know a lot of... Um, lasting connections are going to be made through this mentorship program. That's great. I'm really excited to start the mentorship program. And I think all of our listeners should be as well. Maps in. Um, yeah. I mean, as, as far as advice for, you know, someone entering into RISA and, and for RISA members, I would just say, take every single opportunity that RISA provides and utilize it to the, like, the greatest potential you possibly can put yourself out there, even though uh, it may be uncomfortable. And although it may be uncomfortable, just 30 seconds of courage can really end up changing your life quite a lot. So have uh, have a lot of 30 second bursts of courage and put yourself out there specifically with mentorship. Yeah. I think what Joey said is perfect. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. Go in there as a learning opportunity and just soak up as much as you possibly can. So that's my advice. So tacking on to what Mapson and Joy have said, I have two main pieces of advice for any new visa members or people entering the mentorship program. And the first being what I mentioned before, um, just be unapologetically yourself. Don't go into these mentorship programs all nervous and like it's an interview because People can always tell when you're trying too hard and being inauthentic and you think you're being um, very professional, which I think is an asset to have in the business world is that fine line of professionality while also just being yourself, being able to make a joke, loosen up. But you should go into this mentorship and uh, interviews in the future with zero expectations other than just being yourself and making a new connection, developing knowledge on the industry. And uh just be yourself, which is easier than said than done, but it really does go a long way. And the other piece of advice I have is to just show up and attend as much as you possibly can. One quote that I got from a mentor of mine in the industry is that it's not hard to do what you say you're going to do. So if you say you're going to follow up with that person, do it. It's so easy for those little things to fall through the cracks, but people really do notice when you're true to your word. So. 
just keep that in mind. It's not hard to do what you say you're going to do. I love that. And I think it's so true that you get the most out of the experience if you are true to yourself as well. That kind of wraps up today. Thanks so much for joining and being on the student podcast today. It was a pleasure having you guys. I think you three are a great example of RISA and what they can do and who's involved. You know, for anyone who doesn't know, RISA promotes the growth of future leaders in the real estate industry. Uh, we sort of bridge the gap between students and industry leaders. You can find us on our website if you're not a member yet and sign up and join the group. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time on the Real Estate Student Podcast.